Welcome into another episode of the Westlife Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Barnett. As always, we are sponsored by West Ashfield Leagues, the best place to watch the game live and loud, and you can do that for the semi-final games happening this weekend. And don't forget to book your Melbourne Cup seats for the big race there as well. We are also sponsored by MG Pump Solutions, and the big fella, Shane, is back on this episode, as you would have uh, heard the big fella in the previous episode, this is part two of our mailbag. Before we get into the episode, please give us a follow on the socials at Westlife Pod on Instagram and Twitter. If you'd like to take part and support the show, patreon.com forward slash Westlife. A big thank you to all our Patreon members who have contributed, um, been absolute legends this season. I love you all and every single person that listens to this show. We appreciate it for the season. Uh, and sticking with us and subscribe to us on YouTube and give us a like and all those good things. So without further ado, here is the second part of our mailbag episode. Uh, Enjoy the episode, guys, and we'll see you again on Monday. On to Kai's question. He said, um, would Jacko move back to seven if Brooks went to the Knights? If not... Who would play seven? Uh, yeah, I mean, the, there's the Fingers whole crossed he does. <laughs> yeah, I think we all want him. Even to. if Brooks is here, <laughs> we, I think every single West Tigers fan wants him to, but they seem to think he's too slow. Rob, like that seems to be the thing that just keeps coming up. But as you've said in previous weeks, Rob, that the the man is is quick on the brain. As, as much as anything. It's mind-boggling. He's the best game manager we've got. Um, you know, I mean, I know how much Shane loves him. He said he's the best buy we've had in 10 years. So, um, look, if if the thing with Brooks happens, it's got to happen now so we know for sure what's happening next year. But the thing is, Sheen's has said on record that uh, Hastings is a lock in his eyes. So, if he sees that, then he's playing Brooks at seven next year, I I'm not going to get my hopes up, guys. I'm just, I, I want to see it. I just don't think it's going to happen. So, yeah, I, I think Jacko's stuck at lock. Shane, it's crazy. Our best games, our wins this year was with Hastings at seven. It's crazy. I, I don't get it. Like, I'll, I'll be honest. Like, I've said it to you boys a lot. I'm really not keen on Shane's. Like, really not keen on him. I don't think he's any good for us. I think these ideas are proving that he's not good for us because literally our best seven, he doesn't see him as a seven. And I'm just like, like, are you the only person that watches rugby league that isn't thinking, holy shit, he's way better than Brooks. We should probably leave him there. He's literally the only person thinking that, no, no, he's too slow. Mate, we won games with him in the seven. We dominated some games. We won tight games with him at seven because of his Despite ideas. Our forwards getting yeah. absolutely melted, bro. That South game, that last twenty-five minutes, man. The South's forwards <laughs> were the scariest people on the earth. I swear <laughs> to God, and we still won. Mm. And it's just like I just—I'll be honest—I just hate Sheens at our club. <laughs> I just don't think. He's any good for us at all. Benji, look, I'm, I'm a bit excited for that because it's Benji. Um, Experience-wise has me worried, but I don't like 
Sheens at all. I said it when he first came to the club. I don't think it's a good idea. I don't think it's going to be any good for us. And especially how he handled the back end of this year, it really sort of pissed me off. Uh, that's that's half the reason why I stopped watching because to throw Brett Kamali under the bus like he did, put him in there, announce that he's going to be taking over. But it's like, man, just jump in right now and just do it. You're there fluffing around. You've made Brett Kamali look like a dickhead. The bloke's coaching career is possibly ruined because he wasn't really making any changes or anything. He wasn't making the team list. It was Sheen's just farting around and going, oh, you're the face of it. Just over it. Like, it's just, that's the sort of stuff that's really pissed me off about the club. It's just, you shoot yourself in the foot continuously. And I just, I don't know. Some people are going to hate me for it, but I just don't think Sheen's is good for the club. He, He wasn't good for the club when he left. I don't think he's good for the club now. Shane, do you buy into the rumor that Benji's going to be more taking charge next year, even um, while Sheens is supposedly the head coach? Do you think it's more of a smoke screen, or do you think Benji will actually will be taking a bit of a backseat over the next two years? He has to learn, but also, like, is Sheens the right person for him to be learning off? Mm. That's that's the question we've got to we've got to get the answer to. And look. While he knows a lot of stuff, it's very outdated now. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I can just see Rob up there with a little smile on his face. <laughs> we'd, we'd, we'd call it a smirk, but <laughs> I, I really just—I'm—I'm I'm actually worried for these next two years. I really don't expect anything. I think if you look. Throwing Benji in the deep end probably would have been worse than the idea we've come up with now because if you're throwing him in the deep end, look, I guess it's sink or swim. If he swims, it's good. If he sinks, then everyone's going to hate him. Um, and I think that's they didn't want to do that. But Sheen's literally just did that with somebody. So I'm worried that <laughs> that's probably going to happen again next year. Oh, no, Benji's been doing everything. I'm just sitting in the background, but I'm actually the head coach. But it's all Benji. That's that's what I'm sort of worried about with him. He just seems to talk absolute nonsense. So I don't know. We <laughs> we will see. <laughs> he just he seems to come out and just like blatantly lie to the media, and then two weeks later, everything that he lied about is confirmed. And it's just like, dude, why are you doing this? Like this, this is the whole shooting yourself in the foot thing. And Sheen seems to do it a lot. And oh yeah. It has to be pissed up, pissed off now. I'm not going to be able to sleep properly. (laughs) (laughs) Book your table for the Melbourne Cup at West Ashfield's Garden Restaurant to watch the race that stops the nation on Tuesday, 1 November from 11.30am. You can have a fun day with your friends and family with exciting prizes, live entertainment, sweeps and TAB facilities available while you enjoy the Garden's Melbourne Cup specials. Uh, limited bookings available. For more information, visit westashfield.com.au or follow them on Facebook or Instagram at West Ashfield. Uh, help is in close hand. Gamble Aware, 1-800-858-858. Gambleaware.newsofwales.gov.au You're welcome. <laughs> uh, Rob, anything to add to that? Because Shane's pretty much um, yeah, saying what you've been preaching. 
for a while now as well. Uh, it's good to know that Shane doesn't listen to us when he's not on the show. <laughs> I, I, I wiped my hands with the Tigers, brother. <laughs> I wiped my hands with them. I needed to for a bit. I had to get out. I was getting so angry. Mate, That's why said, I asked. I wanted to get his opinion compared to Rob's. Yeah, you pretty much said everything Everything I've been saying, mate. I'm not a fan of his. He should have jumped in. Uh, people have short memories. I'll never think. I actually saw a Facebook memory come up a week ago of, of mine saying... I can't believe Tim Sheen single-handedly destroyed our 2012. That was just a reminder of how I felt at the end of 2012. So, look, the, pro- the problem is, Shane, whether we like him or not, we've, we've just got to get behind him now and just just hope they do the right thing. But I, I just, like you said, he, he's outdated. I called him like my old world book, you know, full of knowledge, but it's outdated. And, Look, I mean, he's got a chance to prove us wrong, put it that way. But I, I personally, I would have rather have seen Benji and Robbie just go in there without his help because they've been coached by him both for at least 10 years each. So, you know, I think if they know what to do, I think Sheens is there just to shield the boys from the media. Uh, the only thing that bothers me about the Jacko to lock and the Brooksy to halfback thing is I think Robbie and Benji are strong enough personalities that if they didn't agree with Sheens, that they would sort of say something. So I'm kind of worried that they actually agree with Sheens that, that, that these are the best positions for those boys. So that that concerns me a little bit. But look, you know what? It's just I'm, I'm a bit like you, man. I'm just going to watch next year, not get too upset, and, uh, yeah, just, just see how it goes. Support the boys. I hope Sheens does well. I'd love nothing more than to have to apologise at the end of next year and say, Tim Sheens, you proved me wrong. You did a great job. And and that is my goal. I'd, ra- I'd rather be 100% wrong and our club does well, you know, than the other way around, me being right and, and we come dead last. So look, I, I wish them all the best and I hope they do well. But they have got a tough job, guys, and, and they are taking over from a team that came dead last. So it's, it's pretty hard to expect too much. Yeah. Gussie's comment on YouTube. Benji head coach, Brett Hodgson assistant coach, Robbie GM, Rob Bashara, CEO, Joshy Barnett, head of social media, and Azza Thompson, <laughs> statistician. Where would we put Shane? Shane's maintenance man. At, uh... Mate, I ain't doing <laughs> shit there. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I'm, I'm still working, bro. Don't worry about me. <laughs> I don't want to be there. I was I'll, there I'll for a the year, bro. I'm <laughs> no, I'm, Shane, Shane, chief selector. He can pick the team every week. Uh, I, I, I trust Shane before Shane's put it that way. Head of social media be a tough gig as well. The West Tigers oh, yeah. right now. Um, yeah, Tal- Talentire was excellent though. Yeah, he's he's the king. Yeah, he's a legend. Uh, right, moving on to Rob 17's question. Whilst an ambitious move, do you think the play for Cameron Munster has the potential to backfire and further destabilize the club? Uh, for me, I don't think so. I think he's one of the best players in the world and I'd absolutely love to get him and throw, yeah, a shit ton of money at him. And I think he would, yeah, he would attract other players. He'd make us better. Instantly, him, Appy and Papa alone and then fill in Jacko. Like, yeah, I think he, I think he instantly makes us a top eight. We can afford him. We've got the money. Uh, uh, who can I go? Shane, I'll go to you. First, what are your thoughts? Because we've kind of talked a little bit about it previous weeks. What are your thoughts on Munster? It's it's a dream, but I, I think he's worth 
throwing the kitchen sink at? What do you reckon? As a person, I absolutely hate him. Can't stand him. But as a player, like, it speaks. Like, it speaks. The dude's, the dude's an absolute weapon. Um, the problem is, though, I, I really don't know if he comes into our club as it is right now and actually actually does anything. I really think some of these players are just not good enough that he can do stuff. Like he, he just moves people around. He's, he's the master of the chessboard when it comes to Melbourne storm. Problem is I don't think these people will know what to do. <laughs> like, look, I guess we've seen it with, with Jacko like imagine him and Jacko in the halves, like that would be impressive. I believe that would be a great halves combo, but there's a big, but here too. If we go all in for Cameron Munster, we've lost Dewey. Mm. And that's, that's a hundred percent. If it is announced that we have got Cameron Munster, we will lose Adam Dewey. Yeah. Cause where would you, Unless the, uh, he's, he wouldn't want to play he wants, the centers. No, he wants to play 5'8". Mm. Then you're, you're literally going out and headhunting possibly the best 5'8 in the game. <laughs> what, what does your current 5'8 think about that? <laughs> he's going to yeah. be pretty pissed and he's going to... He'll go to Bulldogs. Like, I think if this happens, we'll see Do we go... Like, he will walk out the door so fast to go to the Bulldogs. He's got heaps of mates over at the Bulldogs. Like, he'll be there real quick. Rob, what do you reckon, Rob? Oh, look, it's a tough one. I mean, <clears throat> you can't knock back the best player in the world. I, I said recently, Shane, that you know I'm a bit, I'm big on loyalty. Like, um, I, I'd like to see Adam thrive at number six myself. But if we did get Munster, which I, I think we're dreaming, I don't think I don't think Braith and Astor would ever let any of his players come to our club if he, you know, based on his attitude on NR, on NRL three sixty. Uh, but if we got him at our club, he'd have to play 5-8. I wouldn't play him at fullback. I think Munster's wasted at fullback. He, he's he got to get his hands on the ball. Um, you know, he look, he's proven this year. He, I know he's taken it personally that he's got off the drink, and that's what's made him a better player this year. He's tried to stay more focused, and, you know, he's probably the premier player in the game. Um, but one thing we do need, guys, as a club, if we can, it's very hard to do because there's not too much out there. We need a big kill in the spine we need like we're not going to get a nathan cleary you know we're not going to get a james sadesco or a pappenhausen but we we need a, a, a massive like i know we've got appy but let's be realistic appy's probably only going to be around for a couple of years and, and then he'll be retiring so he's not there for too long but we need a harry grant uh, you know like we need one of the big spine guys that we can build a club around and, and for other players to say oh, i want to go there just like back in the day people wanted to come to the Tigers because Benji Marshall was there and, and play alongside Benji Marshall. So I do think we need a big kill. I think we're dreaming if we think we can get Cameron Munster. I really do. And even even the way the club put out, like let us know what the other offers are and, and we'll match it or try and better it. You don't do that. You just go in with a, an offer that blows every motherfucker out of the water. You don't say, oh, just it's like, you know, bidding on a house or something. Like it just doesn't work like that. Just go out there and say, if you think the guy's worth 1.2, give him 1.5. Give him 1.6. Give him something that makes him think, wow, I can get 1.6 for five years. 
I've got an $8 million deal for five years. That signs me up for most of my playing future. Like, blow the other clubs out of the water. Don't say, oh, come back and let us know what your offers are and we'll better it or match it. Be on the affirmative. You know, don't be reactive. We're, we just don't know how to negotiate, guys. We're just a fucking shit club, seriously. <laughs> Mate, that's been reported in the media, Shane. Like it's, it's, yeah, it's, I, I, I read it today. I, I read it I read in it. two different sources and I just, I just dropped my head in embarrassment. And I just think no I read wonder. it today and just laughed. I was just like, I just fucking laughed myself. I said, "Are they fucking serious? Are they absolutely just, serious?" But as you said, just walk in there with an offer they can't refuse, and like, look, blow them out of the way. water. If you've if got you, that much money to spend, blow them away, guys. Hundred percent. Go it's, offer that one point four million dollars, and if you think he is the bloke, offer him that. And everyone's saying Dylan Brown. I've heard. The Storm believe Munster is definitely gone and the Storm's going for Dylan Brown. So if the Storm go for Dylan Brown, even if Munster doesn't choose us, Dylan Brown ain't choosing us. He's going to the Storm and he's going to win. So, like, as you said, Rob, we're dreaming loves on Benji. a lot of this shit. Apparently Dylan Brown loves Benji. That's what I heard. But Kiwi connection. Yeah, but still, like what, man? Because you love a coach means you're going to go there, risk your career. And you know you're not going to win a premiership with the Tigers. Whereas if you go to the Storm, there is a chance you're winning a premiership. Is there, though? I mean, they got Harry. If they lose Munster, they're not going to they're be quite got, the force. They've still got Harry Grant and Hughes. Like, that's still, a, that's still wild. Yeah. And they've got Pappy, who was just running holes through everybody when he wasn't injured. Like, don't just lose three players, man. Like, yeah, it's a, it's I, think a good... in, I think they're in a bit of strife next year, losing the Bromwich brothers and, and other players they've lost. But let's, you know, they lost Cameron Smith, they lost Cooper Cronk, they lost Billy Slater. We thought they're finished and they still came yeah. back and, and they're still a force. But I, I do think they're taking a bigger hit this year. I, I think they are losing a lot more there. But they'll still be better than West Tigers. I get what you're saying. No, but you know, yeah. eventually, guys, we're gonna we've got to come good. I, ju- I just think mm. it's it's a few years away. Like we we can win a premiership, but we need we need someone to want to like who who in their right mind is going to want to say, I want this challenge of getting this club from the bottom to the top. Mm. I don't unless unless you were a Tiger supporter as a kid, I don't think you want to come to our club and actually do that. But that's that's what we need. We want someone that wants to take up that challenge, whether it's a monster, whether it's someone else we we want someone that you know think has belief and wants to play under benji and and robbie and sheens and 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 build this club up but you know the nrl needs us to be successful man we've got such a big supporter base and you know i i look i think it's going to happen eventually because out of necessity more than anything else because if we don't man we're just going to fall like seriously do you think there's some i guess possibility that as much as the Benji to coach from 2025 was a publicity stunt to keep the fans on side, do you think there's a, it works a bit the other way as well, where it's potentially to try and convince some players that they might want to come and play for Benji in the future? I think that's the best thing, Aaron. That's a, it's the best thing right now. But the problem is that attraction to play under Benji won't look good in, say, 2025 if we have two lean years in the next two years, 
we need we need to use that attraction now to bait players while there's that romance of you know having a chance of success. But if we come in the bottom four the next couple of years, then that attraction to play alongside Bendy just becomes another coach. You know, because excitement the excitement wears off pretty damn quick. Exactly, exactly. So we we need to use that Benji personality, that attraction right now as best we can and strike, you know, while we can and while we've got the dollars and more importantly, while we desperately need players. So I just hope it's sooner rather than later because the attraction won't be there later. Uh, On to... Uh, No use for a name is the name on this one. Heard there's a swap deal done with Penner of Saints for Peachy. Laurie possibly doing some training in the halves to accommodate Charlie at fullback. Have you heard anything about this uh, combined with Munster interest? Does it seem like Dewey uh, isn't seen as a long-term half? Uh, Lots of noise about alternatives. Uh, We've talked about this a little bit already. Who wants to hit, hit this one? I think we've pretty much covered it, mate. But um, yeah. Yeah, I think I think just a bit out of that is what's going to happen with Dewey. And and as Shane said, if we do get someone else like a Dylan Brown or a Munster, then I can see Dewey straight out the door. You yeah. know, I, I don't think we're going to play Dewey at fullback. We're not. He won't want to play at centre. Um, yeah, I, I just I just think you know we've covered that subject already. But Dewey will be out the door. That's probably the only thing I'd add to that. I, anyway. I pretty much have to agree with that as well. Uh, yeah, we kind of... The POM kind of took that one from you. No use. Who also has no use for a name. Uh, right, a friend of the show, Joseph Alafachi, asked, uh, do you expect Papa Lihi to honour his deal? I do, because he... Yeah, he has to. He, he physically... Yeah, it's he signed, he signed a contract. Signed a contract. He's yeah, on a contract too bad. Like, and unless the is, unless you're going to give us money to, <laughs> or someone's going to pay us to get you off, too bad. And the the league can't let let that happen because it just will open a precedent for a player to be able to sign a contract. Because at the same time, if if we sacked the coach and brought in and Tim Sheens all of a sudden said, you know what, I don't actually like this guy, and said we don't want you anymore, you'll can't contract attract his void, he would kick up a stink. So, and said previously, the the uh, Madge thing was a rumour. Apparently, he actually wasn't that keen on Madge uh, when he signed. So, the whole Madge wanting to play for Madge is actually a crock of shit. Apparently, they had to convince him to come play for Madge. Uh, has anyone else got anything to add on this Papa thing that just won't go? Just, man, just seeing well, him in the at, West Tigers the gear... At the end of that interview, though, didn't he say that he was pretty keen to play for Robbie and Benji and he Sheens? Did. Like, so, so why is why is this still a thing? He literally said he's keen to play. Yeah. Like, like if he said, "Oh no, I'm not keen to play," then yeah, fair enough. There's a story in it, but he's he said he's going to honor the contract. I swear it. He said this probably six, seven weeks ago, didn't he? Now. Yeah. They're and deliberately that, asking that him while he's in the middle of a final series as well. Like he's, yeah. he's literally got a premiership, a potential premiership to focus on right now, and that's where, like, that's when they're asking him when he's already got his his current club to focus on. 
They're just making a mountain out of a molehill unnecessarily. Welcome to the media. I see a lot of people saying, oh, if he doesn't want to come, just don't let him. No, he's coming. He's one of the best yes. players in the world. We need every bit of talent at the club as we can to just say, oh, no, don't let him come. You're letting him win. Like, he's but coming. he's not saying come. anything, Josh. It's not yeah. him. <laughs> That's the whole thing. It isn't him saying he doesn't want to come. He said he's keen to get coached by him. Yeah. It's literally just Fox News reporters not doing their job properly because they've yeah. got nothing else to speak about. So they make shit up. That's reporters. That's what and they, they were... seem to do with anything to do with Tigers. We couldn't get him to admit it, but um, him is in... Uh... Who do we have on the show? For uh, the journalist? Um, Chamis. Michael Chamis. Michael Chamis. He wouldn't admit <clears throat> it, but they know that West Tigers stories, they just click machines. So, um, yeah, I'm not worried about it. I think you'll be here come November. Yeah, Josh, I think what people aren't reading into is Parramatta want Papali'i to stay with Parramatta. We want him to honour his contract with us. He's not going to say anything while Parra is still in the comp. If yeah. Parra, if Parra, like if he says, look, I'm committed to joining the Tigers next year and Parramatta have privately said to him, we want you to stay next year, that's going to cause some disharmony with him in, in the club that he's playing for right now. So I think... Mm. Good I'd point. like to ask him that, like, if Parramatta lose this week, hypothetically, which I've got a feeling they might just get over the Cowboys, but if they lose this week, then ask him the question. But like Shane said, everything, like, they're only reporting the part about where he's not committing, but at the end of it, he goes, I'm keen to be playing under Benji and that. So I just think let's just see how it pans out. But look, the Players Association want him to honour the contract. You know, the West Tigers have got a history of letting players get out of their contract, which is a worry. They need to be mm. firm on this regardless. So I, I don't think there's anything to worry about right now. I mean, it'd be interesting if Parramatta win the premiership, if he wants to leave or not. But, um, yeah, let's just to see how the next couple of weeks pan out. Uh, Matt W, another monster question. So, we, sorry, Matt, we're kind of uh, doubling up a little bit. It's Matt from Perth here, what are your thoughts on Munster? I personally don't think he will make our team better. I personally want Brooks shift off to what a, whatever... Uh, to wherever, sorry, and Jacko and AD. Um, we can have Jacko and AD and more. We have that much money to add to the cap. So, um, well, he would he would make our team better, Josh. I'll say that to Matt. Yeah, no, I I don't know how he's, that he's the best five eight in the world. I think he'd make yeah, our team. crazy. And, and and as Shane said, he's a dickhead, but um, that's fine. Are we do we are we sick of being the nice? We're always the nice guys that don't win, doesn't win games. Don't, we need don't some we grubs. Kind of, yeah, just, <laughs> I just want to win. We need some real grubby players that just will win it no matter what and just piss people off to yeah. win. And, that's, and what, uh, that's what Munster does. He literally hmm. will piss you off to the point where you lose all concentration and they've won. And they will flog you after that. And they've done yeah. it to us. They've done it to us. They've pissed us off that bad that every single player on that field and sitting on that bench is fuming. And he's sitting there laughing, <laughs> just running yeah. rings through us. He's a winner too. That's it. Yeah, I, who else can, I, who I else think he's worth going for. That, who else can you think of that, that that that's that kind of player, Shane? Oh, I don't know who you 
inferring to. I'm Are you hitting a Josh shit. Reynolds? If you're thinking of Josh Reynolds, you're way yeah. off the mark there. No, I, I wasn't even thinking of <laughs> <laughs> you, you thinking the I was, cheese, I think. I, I wouldn't want him. The cheese? Uh, not anymore, nah. I, I, great He's got the roosters anyway. I, I, the way I've... I don't know, man. Like, from what I saw this year, I, I just really have my doubts with him. And I think Roosters will be too. No, I think he'll be a great buy for them. Because mm. he's too much like Radley. He does really yep. dumb shit. And he, now they've got two players who do really dumb shit almost every game. It's it's a worry for him. Like, it's going to be hard for him. And that's all I was thinking of. Like, he does some cool stuff. Like, he, he does some really good stuff. But then he also just shits the bed. And just just has brain farts and just does the dumbest shit you could possibly do. So, and they're cracking down on roosters. They literally, anytime anyone does something stupid for the roosters, they're getting done. Like Jared Warrior Hargraves, he's just literally got a micro, like microscope on him 24-7. Radley, microscope on him 24-7. So they're just getting another one of those guys. They've already got two of them. They're adding a third one. So... We'll see, we'll see how it goes next year. I didn't think they'd get the eight this year. They had a good five weeks. Other than that, they were shit. So, a uh, bit of a fun one from Chris. Why? Who is the greatest ever forward, excluding who is the greatest? Who is the Tigers' greatest ever forward, excluding? I'm assuming you mean West Tigers only. Uh, yeah, not just the previous Tigers. Uh, I think we're all going to have the same answer. On this one, it. we were all thinking Gareth Ellis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he he so, was the greatest, but I liked Simon Dwyer better <laughs> just because of the hits. Yeah, just because of the hits he put on. He's my favourite forward, to be honest. That, like, <laughs> that goes into the next question as well um, from Jay. We'll get we'll get to that one. But after Gareth, who who's second after Gareth? Um, for you guys, well, wow, that's a really good question. I'm gonna I'm gonna need to think about that one for 30 seconds before I <laughs> put my foot in my mouth. My uh, sample size is probably isn't as great as the rest of you, so I'd probably have to say Keith Galloway would be number two for me. Yeah, I mean, he played. He's the only one that's played for, or only one that's played in New South Wales uh, for. I know Woodsy. Completely forgot about Woodsy. I mean, it was. He's pretty make the argument for prime. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, yeah, pretty forgettable. Um, no, I, I don't think Woods was ever that great. Um, he was definitely good at what he did, but I, I think we had better forwards than him. Yeah, I mean, well, Keith Galloway is definitely up there. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 yeah, Keith's Keith's a pretty good choice for second, but. You know, I mean, if you go through our history, what you got your Bryce Gibbs's, your Chris Hinington's, your Liam Fulton, Scando, Scando, Scando uh, yeah. you know, Mark O'Neill's, those sort of guys. But I mean, they weren't around for that long, so yeah, I, I think Source is pretty good. I mean, in probably in 2010, I think Keith Galloway was the best prop in the game, so um, it was only when Sheens in 2012 started pulling big minutes out of him that we he kind of lost that impact, so yeah, look. Keith Galloway is a good choice, Aaron. I'm I'm happy with that. Yeah, I mean, early, early, like pre 2005, what Jared McCracken was well past his prime. Uh, 
we had Scando, Shane Walker, friend of the show. Uh, what other forwards did we have back then? We had Sattler and his last on his last <laughs> legs. Yeah, not many. In yeah, terms of players, we've had a lot of oh, great look, players. LaFranchi was pretty good, but he wasn't there. For uh, oh, yeah, he played Origin too. LaFranchi played for New yeah. South Wales. But after he left, he went on to play for New South Wales. So, um, yeah, LaFranchi Dwight was... Dwight could have been anything. Dwight would have played for Australia. But he's just... Um, yeah, that kind of ties in nicely to the next question because Jay, he asked... What player's injury would you go back in time to stop from ever happening? Example, Chris Lawrence's hip, Tedesco's ACL, Simon Dwyer's uh, doing his shoulder, or Taniela Tuiaki's ankle. So, yeah, those... Um, yes, I mean, yes, Tedesco, yes. Recovered, Tedesco recovered from it, so... The last two are the killers the because they stopped playing. Yeah. So, they're two that you would definitely take back. Like, I mean, what... Tuiaki, um, like just both of them, like both of the last two, like what they did while they were there for a short time was just next yeah. level. Like Tuiaki was just the most ridiculous build for a winger, but then the shit he did was just next level. So yeah, it was amazing. To me, to me, it was just like, that's like what we're talking about before about um, Korobiti. Just this absolute unit of a dude, quick as hell. And just heavy, and would just literally smash through anything. That's why they called him the tank. So, like, to be honest, it, yeah, both of them two for me. Like, I, I can't choose between them because Simon Dwyer, like, he was he was probably my favorite player. Yeah, just the hits he was putting on, unreal. He was definitely like when he was playing, he was my favorite player by a long shot too. Put hits I loved on, watching him play footy. Could oh, hit dude, a hole. He just hammered. Could hit a hole. He so hammered well. everyone. Yeah, he was such. It's every time I see him, I just like just think you should be playing State of Origin right now, probably close to how old would he be now? 2010, he was, yeah, he'd been still in the prime of his career, probably still playing State of Origin, playing Test footy. He was just so fucking good, like just absolute tragedy what happened to poor Simon. But it's great that he's still working with the club. Um, what are you, your thoughts as you do you, you probably don't quite remember back to Simon Dwyer? No, I don't. The only one of the players who like of the names mentioned there that I know about the injury and everything like that was Tedesco's. I'm trying to think based on what I understand from what I've heard from you blokes, was that injury to Chris Lawrence, that major one, was that in 2011 or was that 2012? 2012, wasn't it? Uh, I no, he came, it was 2011. He came back. Oh, it wasn't 2011. He was still prime Chris Lawrence in 2011. Yeah, it might have been 2012. Let me it, it'd be later. It'd be later. Okay. Because um, oh, I was wondering if that was around that time because I, I remember you guys mentioning that we were, we were favourites going into that 2012 season. Or yeah, we were. And yeah, we'll something. Comp- something It'd be about twelve or season. thirteen. It'd be twelve or thirteen. Uh, eleven. It was two thousand eleven. He only played nine really? games. Two thousand eleven. Yeah. No way. Wow. No so way. Just... 
No way it was 2011. He was in the centres in the semi when we lost to New Zealand. Yeah, he came no back. Way. Yeah, but he was still he was still pretty good. He, like he still had speed and everything. I don't, I don't think, like it seemed to me after that injury he'd lost his speed and then we had to kind of move him to second row. Round three, 2011. I'm pretty sure. Wow. Okay. He was out round three. Came back round 18. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, well, I, sure think, I, I think Lawrence and wife and me in a photo. I, I mean, the tank was huge, but to find a centre that had the speed of Lawrence and the defence of Lawrence and to know that he only retired a couple of years ago, um, you know, we, we could have had a really long-term centre locked up for quite a long time. And then obviously Simon Dwyer never really got to fulfil his potential. He, we lost, you know, basically 12 years. I mean, he, he's still he'd still be old enough to play now. Or young enough, mm. I should say, to play now. So yeah, he'd be um, his prime remember stuff. Chris's Chris's face as well when he yeah, went into a like the Taylor's head. Uh, yeah, that was like what three years ago. Yeah, that was Madalino. Pre-season with Madalino. Madalino, that's it. In New Zealand, I think he had the imprint of his head in his skull. Yeah, that's, oh, yeah. 20, that's crazy. Twenty eighteen, I think it was the twenty eighteen <laughs> trial down there. That's sickening. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It was, uh, yeah, it might have been nineteen actually. As I remember, I remember seeing the photo that um, his partner posted on Instagram of him in an elevator. He just, he didn't, he didn't look right. So his face apparently was like a balloon, man. Apparently, his daughter didn't recognize him after it happened. Dude, he he still looks different after the surgery. Like when he came back, I was just like, dude, he does not look like Chris Lawrence. Yeah. Yeah, like right. he fully looked. He looked completely different. And I was just yeah. like, "Fuck!" Like to get hit that bad, that your face is just gone. Have like, we forgotten anyone with injuries? Is I think they're the four main ones, aren't they? Really? Um, I mean, not not anywhere near the realm of the ones we're talking about. But Robbie Farragut injured late two thousand nineteen. So yeah, we made the finals. Yeah, when he broke his leg. We made the finals, I think, yeah. if he doesn't get injured that Bulldogs oh, game. That, killed me. That, that Tedesco ACL was on his debut, wasn't it? It's the game that's your wallpaper. Yeah, Cronulla at Leica. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that, that game. Uh, round one, 2012. So, yeah, we'll competition favourites. Tedesco started a fullback, ran it back, and, yeah, Sniper got him. But, I mean, he came back from his injury, so compared to the other guys, it's... um. Look, he's still one of the best players in the world, so... Yeah. Like, look, you, you say you want to take it back, but what we really want to take back is him leaving. So, because <laughs> like, he'd still yeah. be playing great for us now. So, it's yeah. not the injury, it's just <laughs> the circumstances around him leaving. <laughs> Benji's shoulders in six and is it six and seven? He did Definitely his shoulders. Six. Yeah, where yeah. he did it. He did it two years in a row, though. Eh? One was like at Gosford, and then he did one later in the later in the next season or something like that. Yeah, I was thinking. I remember him being out for ages. Shoulders. Yeah, it's almost like two years out. Yeah, basically right <laughs> off two two seasons. So, and we didn't get to see him, Scott Prince, for like. Yeah, because Princey was went off to the Titans. So I mean, we, because we just won a comp, I guess they kind of softened the blow a bit. But to lose that, we lost Benji for quite a lot um, back then. So apart from, I mean, Jared McCracken's career got ended um, 
with a spear tackle in 2000, I think. Was it 2000 2001? Jeremy uh, Kraken. Not sure. One of those years. It was on Stephen Kearney, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, so you ended up suing him yeah. for it. Um, yeah, I mean, lots... In terms of minor ones, like the Robbie, Robbie thing, is there any any injuries that kind of ruined uh, our season? Like 2014, we had a lot of injuries. We probably made the finals that year. We're good earlier in the year. Kind of lost. 2019, we had we had heaps of stupid stuff. Like I remember that last game against the Sharks. Like Robbie had his broken leg, and then we were out there watching. Corey Thompson warm up and then he just dropped to the ground holding his fucking calf. I was like, you for real? <laughs> so like, as soon as that happened, I was like, we're done for. Like, we are done. Like, Robbie's out or if he's in, he's injured and we've just lost our fullback. Like, that, we, had, honest, we had three hookers that day too. Like, like, like well, putting Robbie in, it was just silly. Yeah, and let's be honest, Corey Thompson was playing pretty good like towards the end of that season, I reckon would have we would have beat the Sharks with him in there. We were just so unorganised that game that oh, yeah. I almost punched on with the old Sharks trumpeter. That's <laughs> I turned around to him. He was right behind me, and I was, kazoo. dude. I was I was deep into the VBs, and I was with Oscar, <laughs> and I just turned around to him like, "You blow another toot on that horn, I'm going to shove it up your ass sideways." And he fuck he went down, put it in his little box, and hit it away. So he just looked at uh, me. I was raging. <laughs> I was raging. Those kazoos are an absolute friggin' nightmare. Oh, no, no, no. This is a full tilt trumpet. Like, he, he plays on a full tilt. Yeah, yeah. He plays notes on it. Like, I was watching him do it. I'm like, you you do keep doing that. I'm going to put that trumpet yeah, it's up. It's like the Barmy Army. Benjamin um, said Jacko this year. We probably don't get the spoon. 100%. If Jacko doesn't yep. get any, yeah, probably don't get the sure. spoon. Yeah, because we, we definitely beat Laurie the Knights last year. If Jacko doesn't get injured. Laurie last year, that wasn't good for us either. That that sort of ruined a few games for us. Mm. Yeah, Laurie the end and like Warriors, and that's right. we were making a we were making a push. Like we would if we won those games, which we probably would have, that would have just landed us in the eight as well. Uh, Laurie's leg going down. Anyway, boys, I've got to go. It's not 10 o'clock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been here for get, an hour and a half. <laughs> you, go off, you go off to sleep, Shane. We'll, we'll, um, we've got one one to go. We'll knock off this last one. But, oh, uh, right. Appreciate, appreciate the, you. Next one. It's all right. Thanks, Shane. Next one. I'll sit it out. I'll sit it out. Let's okay. go. Last okay. one from, from Kai. Uh, Rob's been saying over the last few episodes that Adam Dwayne's camp is upset that he hasn't been offered a new contract. I thought Dwayne said he wouldn't be discussing contracts till after the World Cup. Uh, have you heard anything regards to that, Rob? I haven't heard any more, but what I said a week ago is pretty spot on. I mean, he, he, he you know, he's not happy about the whole thing, but I don't know. Maybe they're just going to wait till after the World Cup. Maybe Adam wants to prove what he can do playing for Lebanon. Although, you know, like Shane said, the test matches aren't great. Although I think Lebanon do have to play Australia or New Zealand or someone like that in one of those matches. So... That'll be a big test. But, yeah, I, I don't think he's happy. And, and why would you? The guy loves the club. He's been very passionate about playing for the Tigers. And, you know, you got guys like Nate and AJ Kapoa and Staffatoa getting contracts before he does. So, yeah, it's, mm. not a, it's not a great vote of confidence in him, is it? 
Well, that's Shane, it. You ha- can't really discuss a contract that you don't have. Yeah. Mm. So I'd be pretty pissed off as well. <laughs> yeah. That's I all guess- I thought then. When I read that, I was just like, if he hasn't been offered a contract, he doesn't have a contract to talk about. So, <laughs> of course, he's pissed. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's crazy. They're playing with fire, like basically pissing off the guys that we've got, thinking maybe the grass is greener. But um, what are your thoughts, Shane? Adam's defense has been pretty rubbish late this year, but my thoughts are, I mean, do we really take much from those last few games of this year? Man, like, look, as I said, like, I haven't watched a full game. I've just watched bits and pieces. I've watched highlights. That's all I've sort of really paid attention to. But I don't think you can take anything out of those last few games. I really don't think the boys gave a fuck about it at all. Like, like yeah, you're there to win, but just as soon as Madge was sacked half season, they were probably feeling how I was feeling. And it's just like, are these people that stupid to pull this now? And that's all I thought the whole time. Like when Madge got sacked, like, yeah, look, let's be honest. It's probably the right thing to do, but it probably would have been the right thing to do it at the beginning of the year. And go, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to look for a coach. If we can't find a coach, then do what we've done. But the players the players would be feeling exactly like I am. It's just like timing. They, they were getting a roll on. They were starting to play pretty good footy. All of a sudden, gets the rug gets swept out from underneath them, and they're doing the same shit. So, like, I, I don't think they would have been given a hundred percent in these last few games at all. But let's be honest, Dewey's defense has never been his strong point. But like, is defense really any five eight strong point? Like, they shouldn't be doing that much defense. You you want them to attack, and that's half the reason I get the shits with Brook ninety percent of Brooks ninety percent of the time. He's in there every tackle. It's like, dude, if you want to do that, play hooker. Like, you're too tired to think. <laughs> Maybe. It's like, it might be his issue. Well, it, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. You see some of the tackles he pulls, and he's pulling big tackles, and it's just like, how are you going to back this up with an attacking set literally in 30 seconds when you've just made four tackles? Like, that's just ridiculous. Yeah, it's a fair point. Like it's not it's not Adam's duty. Like the forwards should be going in around him as well. Like he shouldn't be doing one on ones, really. He's in the middle of the field. He really shouldn't be doing one on one tackles. Anything to add to that, as before we wrap up? Not really, no. I think the only issue with everything happening as it is is the World Cup doesn't end until uh mid to late November. So there's got so like it's not over until other clubs can start negotiating with these players who are off contract at the end of next year, which I think is going to create quite a bit of drama. Mm. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting uh, off season. With, if shit goes down with the West Tigers, we'll obviously be taking a break for a bit from next week. But if something big drops, we'll um, yeah, maybe not live, but we'll record stuff here and there about the big stuff. So next week is our last uh, last week of the show, the grand final, being grand final week, where I thought of an idea of something we can do, something a bit of fun to end the season. So thinking about going on the live stream and 
basically doing a live watch of an old West Tigers game. So not too sure the details of what game we're going to choose yet, but basically what we'll do, we'll send out the link for... Um, there's four matches on YouTube. So NRL has heaps of old matches. I know uh, the Robbie Farrow field goal at Leichhardt, uh, the win against Manly round one a few years ago. Obviously, the grand, I think the grand final is a bit too cliche. Might do something a little bit more recent than 2005. But um, so basically, we'll send out a link. So you put the game on YouTube on one screen on the TV or something and then listen to us and we'll uh, live stream and kind of commentate as we uh, all watch it. So we all press play at the same time and watch it all together. Uh, a very, very lockdown sort of thing to do, but I just thought, um, yeah, be a bit of fun to kind of reminisce and watch some West Tigers footy back, uh, back in the glory days. So we'll work out the logistics and that sort of thing, maybe discuss with the guys in the Discord which game uh, we should, in fact, watch. So, yeah, we'll uh, yeah think of all the details. But if, if, if that sounds like a cool thing to do, give us some feedback. Um, yeah, if you think we should do that as our finale for next next week, because uh, I might jinx it, but I don't think anything big West Tigers-wise is going to um, drop anytime soon. So... Uh, Boys, lastly, thoughts on who will make the grand final? Which two teams? Shane? Panthers, probably Eels. Uh, as? I, yeah, I agree. I think it'll be Panthers v Eels, but I'd really prefer to see both the other teams make it. So I think <laughs> I'm going to be a little bit disappointed. <laughs> what do you think, Rob? Yeah, definitely Panthers. Um, I'd love to see South win it. I actually tipped them to win the comp at the start of the year, but uh, especially after the Roosters game, I think Penrith are just going to roll through them in the forwards. I, I don't think South can go with them in the forwards. Uh, the other game, <clears throat> I'm just leaning para, but I've got too much respect for Toddy Payton. I think they're so well coached. They might, they might find a way, but I think if they both play their best, para's best is a little bit better than the Cowboys, so... I think we're going to have uh, the Battle of the West for the grand final. So out of the three teams from the West, two of them are going to be in the grand final and one of them has got the wooden spoon, which isn't isn't going to be great to watch. Uh, for, me, oh anyone but, for me, anyone but para. Fuck the Eels. I really hope they don't win a comp. They haven't, they haven't oh, won one in my entire life. They haven't won one, and I hope... They don't. I hope it stays I, that I, way. Yeah, I hope it stays that way for the rest of my life. <laughs> Fuck the Eels. Uh, they are my most hated team, but I still think they're gonna they're gonna beat Cowboys. I really think they will. Yeah, I hope not. But um, boys, well, we put the juice on both of them. Parramatta, Penrith from all of us. Do you think the same, Josh? Uh, Penrith. I think Penrith will win. This. What about fresh, the other game? Fresh legs. Um, a lot of people are saying the humidity might get to Para a little bit with a bit of fatigue and that sort of thing. I think. The Cowboys being well-rested and playing at home, I think, might get them across the line. But I don't know if that's just right, my so uh, absolute wishful hatred wishful thinking. for the Paramount. Yeah, <laughs> the, one, for that you've franchise. gone differently. So one of us is, is different to the other three. Yeah. But, um, righto, boys. Shane, thank you for staying up late. Uh, big day of work ahead of you. Tomorrow, boys, 
thanks again and everyone in the comments they see that the queen is still uh as we're signing off she's still getting around in the cart and um she's still so we dead. appreciate <laughs> she's still, she's still uh, riding the cart around around London town. We appreciate everyone. Sorry, appreciate it. <laughs> uh, that's pretty disrespectful, but sorry. Uh, uh, um, yeah, on I that note. That, I don't want to see that coffin burst open. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> Surprise, mofos. Uh, <laughs> King Charles would shit himself. His fingers would fall off. <laughs> right, time for Big Dog to go to bed. All of us to go to bed. Um, I'll, call, I'll see you later. <laughs> as, as always, boys, as always, uh, even in the off-season, gather tikes. Long live the West Tigers. (laughs) For listening to another episode of the West Life podcast. As always, we are sponsored by West Ashfield Leagues Club and as well as MG Pump Solutions. If you could please subscribe if you'd love to hear us again. We're going to have episodes every twice a week, every week this season, Mondays and Thursdays. So we're going to, as the season rolls in, uh, be sure to catch us every week. And if you can, give us a like on the socials, so at Westlife Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, search for Westlife Podcast on Facebook. And if you'd like to take part in the show, uh, patreon.com forward slash Westlife. It's just a couple of bucks a month to help grow the show. We'll see you again next time on the Westlife Podcast.